Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School, a podcast for bandits, beginners, and beat makers. If you're an aspiring beat maker, a beginning or intermediate beat maker, even thinking about making beats, this is the podcast for you. You could be anywhere in the world. But you're here with me, and I appreciate that. My name is Kia Orion. I've been producing, writing, mixing, mastering for over 10 years. And in this podcast, I take one of your questions, and we go deep. Pause. And that might be about gear, that might be about software, that might be about selling beats, online marketing, and everything in between. So today's question is, should I learn how to mix, master, and engineer question mark question mark absolutely you should learn to mix master engineer why one those are dope sellable skills that then you can hustle on the side if you want to but then also you aren't relying on anyone that's what i love about russ's come up if you know russ artist from atlanta super pop and rapper right now he he writes uh produces mixes and masters all of his own stuff now are his mixes and masters come the best in the world no but it's absolutely enough to get him where he needed to be that now he's on fucking Forbes list. And so that's the key is you don't have to be the best at all of these things. And I would I would recommend breaking them down as you go. But what's really nice about them is that if you can get nice with mixing and mastering, then and especially mixing, it will make your beats 10 times better because there are some guys that make cool beats that have a dope idea but their mixes are trash and the thing with mixing the key i think a secret if i will excuse me if i may is mixing you don't ha- it doesn't come down to the plugins with mixing it's just making a shitload of beats and then finding for you what sounds good and its levels it's just getting things to the right volume, maybe panned a little bit left, a little bit right, or doing something to the sound so that it just fits in the track. Because if a snare's too so, and listen, to each their own. That's a beautiful part about mixing, is you find your own sound that works for you from mixing a lot of records. Lean into what you like. I personally really like kicks that cut all the way through the track. I like a fucking thumpy kick. And so I get a lot of compliments on my kicks because to me, that's the heartbeat of the track. At the same time, I don't love snares that make your ears bleed. That Because I listen to a lot of Apple headphones. I listen to a lot of hip hop in my headphones as well. I hate when I have to turn the entire track down for the vocals and everything else because the snare is so damn loud. I That's just me personally. I like when a snare... It doesn't completely cut all the way through the mix. I like a snare that almost kind of blends in. But I like my kick to bop all the way through that shit i also use a lot of side chain compression so that my kicks do bounce through because i feel like it has a certain bounce that's unique to me but that's again it's not quote unquote unique to me because i stole it from fly low i'm just throwing that out there but it's now part of my quote unquote sound because i throw that in just about all my shits maybe it's on the hi-hats maybe it's on the bass there's something that's going to be side chain to the kick just because i want that bitch cutting all the way through and so when it comes to mixing To really be able to break the rules, you do need to know the rules. So I would recommend getting some tutorials, watching, uh, or excuse me, buying some courses, watching some tutorials on mixing, and just making a shitload of beats, and taking professional tracks that you hear, and then making a beat and try to make it sound like that track. Listen to some really well-mixed tracks. And then try to make your beats sound the same. See what they they sound like uh, up next to like a huge track that you heard on the radio play the radio version and then play yours 
and then just go, you know, use that as a split test. Go back and forth. What tweaks can you make to make yours sound more like the smash? And this is actually my same recommendation that I give in my courses about when it comes to production is when there's a beat that you really like, break that shit down piece by piece and see what that producer did to make that beat sound so dope and in a way that you really enjoy. So when it comes to mixing, I think in particular, there's an element here where it transfers as well into other skills and talents if you ever end up in the studio with an artist. I actually just heard an interview recently with one of... uh, uh, the producers that that made beats for the new Meek Mill album, and he talks about how he started as Meek Mill's engineer, and that often is the case a lot of times. You might be in a session with an artist, and because you're in there, you also just want to, maybe you're mixing for them, and you end up just playing them beats, and they'll be like, oh shit, who made this? You'll be like, oh, this is one of, this is one of my beats. They'll be like, all right, let me, let me hear something. And so I think that ends up, uh, Brick's Domain, or Brick's the man, I don't know how the fuck you say his name, but that's a dope producer. He was saying the same thing. He started as an engineer and then would get into the studio with these really dope produce, uh, artists. And then while they're hanging out, you know, there's kind of that downtime. Maybe he's working on a track. He's playing his own beats. And I think that can be a huge bonus to not just being a producer online, like an internet producer, but in the fact when you end up actually working with artists one-on-one, you, if you have those other skills, they know that they can lean on you for more than just production. And they might have their own specific engineer that they, that they you know, send the track to then afterwards, which I totally understand. But at the same time, if you can make slight tweaks and adjustments without them needing that other person, that can be a huge upside. So mastering is a whole other animal in itself, but I do recommend getting down some mixing and mastering knowledge, some, some engineering knowledge. You'll become such a bigger asset in person, and then it also gives you the ability to make your beats better on your own without needing somebody else to put their own hand on your project pause so that's my two cents on it is absolutely learn to mix master engineer get your production down and this is something that takes practice i can't stress that enough it won't sound amazing overnight but find tracks that you like and listen to them right next to yours and then make the slight adjustments and you'll see the tips tricks and tactics that these other people are using in their beats and their production so that you can start to kind of you know steal those ideas apply them to your own work and hopefully get your your mixes popping which in turn makes your beats more popping so i hope that that was helpful again another episode of beat school please send me your questions at kia orion k-i-a-o-r-i-o-n or my email kia at kiaorion.com I would love to hear what you guys are thinking about, wondering about, and I'm going to dive into more questions on the next episode of Beat School. Appreciate you tuning in, helping to become the best producer that you can be. It means the world. Check you on the next one. Deuces. <laughs>